Welcome everyone to the Grainmaker Wrestling Podcast, a Prairie Proud Wrestling Podcast covering everything from Winnipeg to worldwide. My name is Blair Pacheco. I hope you're doing well, having a great day, evening, weekend, whenever it is that you might be sitting down to listen to this podcast. It is a very exciting upcoming couple weeks here in Winnipeg on the local wrestling front. Uh, Depending when you're listening to this, Thursday, January 12th, if you're so inclined, you could dip down to Fargo and go check out Time Bomb Pro. They've got a show, their uh, their holiday Ah Hell show, which unfortunately got rescheduled to a, a later date, which is the 12th. But headlining that card is Time Bomb Pro champion Brian Keith facing off with Kevin Koo in a two out of three falls match. And this is the third match out of, that these two will be having. Their first two were absolute bangers. So if you uh, if you got nothing going on on a Thursday. Maybe dip down to Fargo. Go check out Time Bomb Pro. They always put on a fantastic show. January 26th, here in Winnipeg at the West End Cultural Center, WPW presents Cold Out. The show is sold out, so trying to get a ticket, you might be SOL. Some great matches already announced. You got Mo Jabari coming back, facing off with Jack Jesus, Tommy Lee Curtis. Technical difficulties in Red Hot Summer in a rematch. And the one I am most looking forward to, WPW women's champ Jody Threat facing off against Masha Slamovich. Very stoked that Masha is going to be making her Winnipeg debut. So if tickets do become, you know, a few extras pop up, I will make sure to get that information out as soon as I can. The next night, January 27th, CWE is at Holy Eucharist Church at the show, ROH AEW superstar Matt Taven. So definitely grab tickets, go check that out. Some fantastic matches already announced for that one. I think we got an AJ Sanchez versus Kevin O'Doyle in a Lumberjack match, if I'm not mistaken, which should be fantastic. So definitely grab tickets, come say hi if you're there. It is going to be a great couple weeks of local wrestling action. This week on the podcast, we are heading out east. Joining me is none other none other than Zach Patterson. Now, Zach, if you're not familiar with him, you will be very, very shortly. There is so much promise in this youngster. It is incredible to see. He just finished off his 2022 facing off with New Japan superstar Jay White. Now, he talks about that. He talks about Pat Patterson continuing the legacy of the Patterson name, Montreal Wrestling, influences in his career and also some matches that really stand out to him uh fair warning during this interview there was some connection uh problem so i had to cut a little bit out a few short minutes but just want to warn you because there is a little bit of audio issue throughout but it is still a great chat and i'm very stoked to share it with you so without further ado on the Grainmaker wrestling podcast zach patterson so for your entire life, I mean, wrestling has been a huge focal point. Uh, your father is a, a decorated author and historian. So since you were young, I'm sure wrestling has been very integral in, in your growing up. Yeah, uh, I've been watching and studying wrestling all my life. Uh, like you said, my dad is an author, but he was a big part of uh, 
Quebec Wrestling in NCW. He was the motor uh, promoter, etc., etc. So yeah, I've been around wrestling for all my life, and as long as I could remember, I always wanted to be a professional wrestler. Mm -hmm. Now, growing up, I mean, being you know part of that uh, part of the scene because of your dad. Were there any things that really stood out to you that you were able to be a part of firsthand? Um, I knew like the veterans of mm -hmm. Quebec wrestling. So all the veterans that are really great wrestlers, I already knew them. So mm -hmm. the the connection was really simple and it, like they they made the they made me feel like I was a part of them. So well, it was good. really great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that that makes things a lot easier especially now as you're making a name for yourself out there yeah exactly so i mean from an early age you knew that wrestling was something you wanted to get into yes uh when was it first that you thought that hey i want to become a professional wrestler oh, i don't remember like yeah. uh, I, I i was watching wrestling since day one of my life so mm -hmm. like uh, as far as you could remember, I always wanted to do that. I was seeing like the big wrestlers like Triple H, Batista on TV broadcast, and I was like, those guys look like superheroes. They mm -hmm. look incredible, and I, I want to be like them. I want to make everybody feel something when they see me wrestled. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's uh, those were the almost the gateway for the next generation of wrestlers that uh, that of who they were introduced to the Triple H's Batista and all of that. Like, yeah, they they opened a lot of doors. Yes, yes. Like when I was a kid, I, I couldn't like see that they were opening doors, but like people like Rey Mysterio that I was seeing, I was like, oh, I I don't have to be like really big or really tall to be a professional wrestler i just need to be unique just mm -hmm. like this so I, I always wanted to be unique that's why my nickname is the diamond and i'm unique and i'm the only one so i i don't think like there's somebody like me no definitely i mean you've really made a name for yourself so far be by doing what you're doing by being yourself and true to yourself yes exactly so um, I wanted to talk because, I mean, you got into wrestling at a very young age for training. And I mean, uh, it's notable. I mean, so many of uh, French Canadian superstars did the exact same thing, started training younger and got into it at 16 years old. I mean, that's a huge undertaking. I didn't start at 16 years oh, old. I thought it was 16 you started at. No, uh, yeah, I started uh, training wrestling at eight, eighteen. Uh, okay. 18, yeah. 18 years old, but I've I've done the Olympic wrestling, amateur wrestling before that. Okay, that and, must have been what I was reading yeah. about, yes. So yeah, I've done amateur wrestling before that at uh, 15, 16, 14, like this range. I couldn't remember, but I've done that for two years. Okay. And when, when I was 18, it's the legal age in Canada, I've started wrestling. Okay, that, that explains yeah. a lot more then um for your amateur wrestling i mean what was your experience like for for that do you feel like it helped uh give you a good basis to lead into professional wrestling yeah a lot but yeah it helps because the techniques are similar just mm -hmm. the opposite way uh, in amateur wrestling you you go with your strong side so your right side for myself mm -hmm. um but in wrestling everything is done on the left 
almost everything is done on the left, so I had to change that. But uh, yeah, for the chain wrestling, for the takedowns, uh, I always get I already got that, so it was simpler for me. Mm-hmm. When you first uh, decided on going to a school, I mean, you you started off being trained by Drew Onyx, correct? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, what was the process like for finding a place to uh, to start your training? So my dad knew Drew Onyx, and he knew that he was a really good coach for the fundamentals and learn the basics of wrestling. Mm-hmm. So he wanted me to like start with the good basics and after that go somewhere else to learn something new. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've I've done. I've learned the basics, I've learned the fundamentals, but I didn't know how to wrestle, like how to plan a match and everything after a year. So I went somewhere else and I went with the speedball Mike Billy and Shane Ott that taught me how to wrestle and how to build matches and to be good with every matches. Uh, to learn from someone of the caliber of speedball Mike Bailey, I mean, he is someone who this past year, I mean, you could put him as being a wrestler of the year on any yes. list. He is incredibly talented and such yeah. a perfect person to learn from. Yeah, he, his mind is something else. Like mm-hmm. it's he works different from everyone else that I knew in wrestling. He's just unique, like he's going to tell me something that I couldn't even imagine in a million years. And I'm like, that makes sense. You're right. And I'm just listening to him because he's the best. Mm-hmm. I guess when you're at that age, when you're starting off, you're, you're learning, you've already learned the fundamentals and now you're trying to piece together the, the parts of a match, the storytelling and all of that to be able yeah. to have someone of with his knowledge, who's traveled all around the world. I mean, that's a huge, um, What's the word? That's a huge thing for you to be able to look at and to be able to take from and ask questions and learn. Yeah, exactly. Because he taught me how to be consistently, oh my God, to be good at every matches. Every matches that I've done to be great mm-hmm. and I've always a good match. Mm-hmm. He taught me that. So I don't think there's a better person to taught someone how to do a good wrestling match now am i correct in my research that he was your first match as well yeah exactly yeah okay so for you i mean to go into your first match with someone who's been showing you the ropes teaching you what was that experience like for yourself it it was great because he's one of of the best in the world and I, I had the chance to wrestle them in my first match mm-hmm. and uh, I had the chance also to have someone that can guide me and uh, like comes with a, a match that he already did in his head because he knew my style and everything so it was easier for me to mm-hmm. just listen and follow him and yeah it was great like I've been stressed two times in my wrestling career it was my first match against Speedball mm-hmm. and uh, my match against uh, Switchblade Jay White. That's mm-hmm. the only two times that I've been stressed before a match because I'm I'm really good to like calm my emotions and be relaxed. But those two times, I couldn't do anything to like get my stress down. So you had a lot of nerves heading into that first match with Speedball. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, what was it that you were kind of able to take from to uh, kind of calm yourself down to before the match? Just repeat the match in my yeah. head and I go, it's time. So I have to go now. It's now or never, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Was uh, Did anyone give you any sort of uh, helpful advice leading into your training before your first match? Uh, speedball, Shane Ock, uh, my dad uh, told me to stay calm and listen. Uh, everybody around me was really cool and really nice, so they, they just wanted to help me. It, it seems like you have a very, from what I've learned, you have a very supportive home base there out in Montreal. Yeah. Yeah. That must do wonders for confidence and just being able to grow as a person, knowing that you have all the support. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like, it's really, it helps, but if I didn't have it, I would be, as much as the same yeah. because I, I don't want to sit on my glory or sit yeah. on like everybody told me that I'm good or I, I just want to be the greatest that I could be and follow the, the main plan. So like if somebody said that I'm trash or if somebody did, said that I'm good, I'm taking those, but like I'm not changing something for either of us. I'm just following like the, the blueprint whether good or bad you're taking the criticism with a grain of salt and just sticking to your plan yeah exactly yeah um now i i mean we talked about your first match and what it meant to you the the scene out in montreal what is what's it like right now you know the promotions and the the matches you've been a part of if you could talk a little bit about that yeah, it's getting better and better uh, every moment because like we have an spw in quebec that uh, are on IWTV that always deliver really good shows with really good storyline uh, and brings always like 500 people to their place. And we also have like IWS that is like maybe the biggest promotion in Canada. So they always bring like special guests like Switchblade JY that I had the chance to wrestle with. And Minoru Suzuki, that was the first time he was wrestling in Canada. So their production are just amazing and they always deliver great show with sometimes over a thousand people there. Oh, wow. That's, that's big for yeah. an independent wrestling show. Yeah, exactly. Um, now I know this past year, I mean, you, you've had quite a hell of a year with who you've been able to face off with, um, but also being able to get yourself out there. I mean, you wrestle predominantly in Quebec, but then you've all, you also got the chance to wrestle in Ontario and out in the Maritimes yeah. as well. Yeah, exactly. I've, uh, I've went one time in the Maritimes for North, North Pro, and I had the chance to wrestle twice. It was a really great experience to travel with the guys and uh, live uh, the, the wrestling life like mm -hmm. you should be doing. And uh, in Ontario, I've been to Toronto a lot. So I, I tried to get my name everywhere that I could go. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've started doing a great job of it because you're only a few years into wrestling, correct? Yeah, I'm like one year and a half. I started uh, August 14, 2021. So, I mean, for what you've been able to accomplish so far, I mean, 
with someone with your experience, I mean, that is incredible. Uh, yeah, like uh, I'm just pushing myself to to the top. So yeah. uh, I want to be the best, and I do everything as I know to do to be the best. Like I, I just want to be the best, so I've done everything that I could do to be at the the place that I am right now. Mm-hmm. Um, being out your way out in Quebec, and I mean the Maritimes are there. The northeast of the states is right there as well. Has there been any consideration of dipping down to America to wrestle? I, I would love to. Um, there was a promotion in uh, Vermont that contacted me, but uh, we weren't able to come to a deal, so I, I've stayed in Quebec. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, I would love to go anywhere in the States just to wrestle there, also go to Europe, do a tour there. And like for the most, uh, the more people that sees me, the better it is. Mm-hmm. One thing, whenever I have the chance to sit down and chat is uh, I love when you can just feel the the passion and the hunger, like you want to keep growing and pushing yourself and getting your name yes. out there. And that is something as a, a wrestling fan, I love to see. That's my dream. And that's my yeah. passion. I have to imagine that eventually you would like to go all throughout Canada to wrestle, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, anywhere is I could go and not losing uh, money. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, yeah, I work hard for that. And I would go like if uh, tomorrow that there's someone that wants to bring me to Japan, I'm uh, closing the podcast right now and going to pack my stuff to, get to Japan. <laughs> Yeah, I just want to make a living out of it and be the best wrestler as I could be. Uh, I wanted to ask about the the name Zach Patterson. Uh, when yeah. I before I had looked into you, I without a doubt I just assumed that you were actually Pat's son. So I when I read into it, it's like you took the name to honor him. I was like, that makes a lot of sense. So I was wondering yeah, if you could like- talk about continuing that legacy of Pat Patterson. Um, my dad wrote his uh, biography for WWE, so I was really close to him, and uh, he always supported me, gave me uh, tips, and uh, helped me to continue to what I was doing. So when it was time to find a name, I was like that Patterson. I was looking because uh, there was a. Uh, Big Daddy Magic, uh, Matt Menard in AEW that mm-hmm. was in uh, WWE before that. And his name was Matt Martel from Rick Martel. Yeah. So I was like, oh, maybe a Quebec wrestler, I could get the last name. And I had the idea for Pat. So I was like, that's the perfect fit. But I wanted to uh, to ask him if it was okay to have it. He, but I could I didn't have the chance to ask him because he passed away, but uh, he said to my dad that it was all right and he was honored for that. Uh, but I didn't have the chance to ask him. Mm-hmm. Well, regardless, I still think what you're doing is an incredible honor to him and your wrestling is a huge testament to the support and care that he was able to provide. Yes, I hope he's proud. I, I would imagine so. I mean, you're doing a fantastic job so far and you're you. really making a name for yourself out in Quebec. It's great to see. Thank you.
Um, this past year, I know you also had the chance to wrestle on AEW Dark. Yes, I did uh, the Dark Order. Yeah, that that's a huge kudos for yourself. What was that whole experience like for you? It was great because like uh, when we went there, we were like 30 extras. So there was a lot of people and we it was two days. The first day, uh, the first day I didn't have a match. So I was like, oh, I hope tomorrow I have something to show the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had a match. I, I had the chance to do like a move. So I was all right with that and i was really grateful for that opportunity that mm-hmm. it's a great uh like you said opportunity and i mean just to yeah. have that one chance it gives you that little bit more experience especially with a promotion like AEW where it's they are you know one of the major ones out there right now so just that little bit of opportunity can lead to so many more down the road exactly i just wanted people to see me so for those people who've seen me, I'm sure that they, they've seen something and maybe they're keeping an eye on me. Did anyone have any advice after your match or offer any suggestions? Um, not really. I asked the guys if everything was all right. Everyone was happy with the match. That's good. With how it went. So my job was done. Uh, as, as a, it should have been, so I'm all right with that. Mm-hmm. Um, there, I mean, obviously, I want to ask about the Jay White match, and uh, I'll get to that. But first, uh, another match you had this past year was with Kevin Blackwood. Yeah, uh, I mean, Kevin yeah, is it one was of, great. Uh, also, yeah. Kevin Blackwood is such an amazing talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's one of the most talented wrestlers out on the the scene right now. So to know that the promotion had enough trust in you to put on a good match with him. Uh, it just speaks volumes to what you've been able to accomplish so far. Yeah, exactly. I was really honored of that opportunity. And I think uh, it's maybe my second best match after the Jay White match, mm-hmm. because they're both incredible talents. Mm-hmm. Now the Jay White match, I know, uh, a listener of the podcast, he actually moved out to Montreal and he was at, he was there live for the match. So he actually got to see it. But cool. for yourself, I mean, Jay White's being brought in. You're facing him. You're facing off with one of the biggest wrestling names on the planet. Yes. That, that is an incredible opportunity. That was crazy. Like, uh, I couldn't imagine like how everything happened because... I only wish to face people like that that's going to get me better and better. And I think after that match, I am a bit better because I learned so much from him. And uh, also I learned a different pace because the Japanese style is very different from the American style. Mm -hmm. So the pace of his match are different from mine. And now I'm able to see how to work both style in the same match or incorporate some of those things. Yeah. You can take little bits from that, work them into your own style and just to, uh, to see what works and what doesn't. Yeah, exactly. 
And I mean, Jay White himself, he he wrestles a style that is very unique in its own right. So for you two to be able to come together and put on a match of that magnitude is uh, it's incredible. So, I mean, I was hoping for the chance to be able to watch it before today, but I couldn't find it online yet. Uh, it's going to be on Fight Network. Oh, okay. Yeah, on Fight Network, uh, International Wrestling Syndicate, IWS. They're going to present it uh, soon, I guess. But uh, I know they're going to present it on TV. Yeah, that, That'll be huge. And I mean, as soon as I know that it's out there, I will make sure that all the listeners have the opportunity to check it out too that it was just such a great way for you to end your year i mean what a high note yeah it was amazing i was like i said i was stressed two times in my life and the jay white match was the most stressed i've ever been Mm -hmm. because literally i couldn't sleep the night before like maybe from 10 p.m. to like 9 a.m., if I was able to sleep like an hour in a little part in that, it's good. Mm-hmm. It's good because I don't think I've slept an hour in all of that. And I was going to face one of the best in the world. After the match, after you're talking, you're breaking it down. What sort of things did Jay have to tell you about the match? Um. He was sorry because he found that uh, two of my moves, he didn't take those properly. So he was really sorry about that. I was like, dude, that's that's so gentle of you, but <laughs> I, I don't really care. I just want you to be happy with the match. and It's already a huge opportunity for me, so thank you. And also, uh, there was some moment in the match that... He wanted to go faster or slower, but uh, I didn't understand that when we planned the match mm-hmm. because his style is very different from mine. So uh, after that, he told me, like, this part of the match, you should go faster because when I counter, it's going to have a bigger reaction. So I'm able to see that now and incorporate that in my other matches because I know something different. Yeah, it's uh, the opportunity leads to so many, uh, so many learning examples throughout it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, twenty twenty two was a, a big year for yourself. Heading into twenty twenty three, I mean, is there anything that you are that you have to look forward to on the horizon? Any big things coming up? Um, I wish I could wrestle in the states. Mm-hmm. That's what that's my short term goal for 2023. Wrestle in the United States and also wrestle uh, doing a Euro tour. Yeah. So going into uh, UK, Ireland, France, uh, every country there, just to do a tour of wrestling. And if you get the chance to go into the into Europe, I mean the the towns and cities are so close that you can really venture and do quite the quite the little excursion there without going too too far out of your way. It's not like uh, it's not like in Canada where you know yeah. a lot of the major cities are so spaced out. Yeah, exactly. Like if I'm able to wrestle twice the same day, I'm gonna do it. Like mm-hmm. that, I I want to wrestle as much as I can. So. If they're closer and I can wrestle two, three times a day, I'll do it too. Um, 
if you were to describe your style to someone, you know, someone who hasn't been able to check out a match of yours so far, what would you, how would you describe it to them? Uh, technical powerhouse. Yeah. Yeah, because my moves are technical, but I, I just throw people everywhere. <laughs> like, that that's my thing. So I have the the F ten. It's the F five modified. So I'm just launching the person in the air and the, doing the helicopter. Yeah. I also do deadlift gut wrench. So nice. the moves are technically perfect, but I'm doing them as a powerhouse way. So I'm just throwing the person all over the ring. So that would be my style. Um, the gut, like gut wrench, anything I'm always impressed with because the amount of core strength that you need to do yourself just to perform that is immense. Yeah. And, uh, as right now, I didn't face someone that I wasn't able to deadlift gut wrench. So I'm waiting for that person. (laughs) And you're still going to be able to manhandle them. Maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I mean, you've got all the tools to continue on. I mean, you've got the size you're building up or you've got the height, you're building up the size, you've got the strength, the agility, endurance. What more do you think that you need to do to push yourself to that next level? Uh, Getting my name out there, taking risk at some point, uh, going everywhere as I could go to have an opportunity to get signed somewhere. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's the end goal is to make it professionally with this, correct? Yeah, it's like the end goal is to make a living out of it. Yeah. Whatever is the ways. Mm-hmm. If I have to go to Japan, WWE, AEW, uh, wrestle on the independent scene uh, all over the world, whatever is the way, but I, I want to do it if mm-hmm. I'm making a living out of it. I, I really appreciate the drive that you have to push yourself to do this. I think that is uh, an immense quality. It's it's really great to see. Thank you. Um, now, I mean, you've had your match with Jay White, the match with Kevin Blackwood. Were there any other matches out in Montreal or the independence that you are exceptionally proud of? Um, I wrestled Lou O'Farrell. It's a woman from an SPW, uh, maybe the best the female wrestler in Quebec right now. Okay. Um, I wrestled her one-on-one in an SPW, and I think it's a great match. Uh, like uh, Our chemistry is really good, and you can find uh, this match on uh, IWTV and uh, SPW. For yourself, I mean, you've, I mean, you've watched wrestling your entire, entire life. Yeah. Um, when you're kind of, you know, sitting down and going back to watch stuff, you know, from years before, do you find there's any certain eras or styles that draw you more, draw more towards you? Good question. Um, maybe not era, but wrestler. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's not like a style or an era in particular, but wrestler that I want to like take example of them. Mm-hmm. Just like uh, Claudio Castagnoli that's mm-hmm. doing big, big strong moves or uh, aggressivity of someone, uh, 
the arrogance of maybe Rick Martel, uh, the aggressivity of maybe Chris Benoit or Kurt Angle doing in every direction. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had the chance to watch some of the the British Bulldogs when they did their Japan stuff? A bit. I, I've watched a match of the, the of uh, British Bulldog against the uh, Dynamite Kid. Yeah, yeah. The, but I, I should watch more of that. If you get the chance to see Davy Boy when he's wrestling out in Japan, because he's got the size and he's still the agility, you know, like you wouldn't expect it from him. And it's just, it's an incredible, uh, incredible sight to behold. It's a good idea. I'm going to write it down and watch <laughs> it because I, I want to get better. So if it's by watching uh, Davy Boy wrestling or watching some, something else sometimes movie like uh, inspires me to mm-hmm. something for my character yeah it's uh, being able to take that inspiration from different outlets it's it's a, yeah. a great tool to have exactly um now i mean i like to ask everyone for a match recommendation so one that you are a fan of that you think that the listeners should go out and check out Good question. I actually have a list in my cell phone of match that I love. Nice. But the, the first match that comes in my mind is uh, Shawn Michaels against uh, Kurt Angle at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. That's the first match that comes in my mind. But if I'm looking to that, oh my God. Uh, I can't find it right now. But yeah, I have this match. Uh, also, uh, Kevin Owens against uh, Sami Zayn is always great. Mm-hmm. Always great. Two Quebec wrestlers. Uh, they're great. Uh, I love them both. They're two of my favorite wrestlers right now. So yeah, that would be the match maybe that I would uh, recommend. Uh, those two, I mean, they really, I mean, they are trailblazers for a generation of wrestlers in Quebec. I mean, what they've been able to do there and continue on. I mean, you you must see that and it must almost be inspirational just to see what they've been able to do. Yes. Yes. Because uh, they made that possible. Mm -hmm. They made the wrestling for Quebec wrestler possible to do a living out of it. So um, they really inspired me to continue and uh, scratch and to to go there. Has there been any, what's the word I'm looking for? Like anything that's almost been, uh, that you've had to fight through throughout uh, your wrestling so far? I mean, whether it's, you know, uh, location of promotions, you know, not being able to get as much work as you like or anything like that? Um, I. I don't work as much as I want to work yeah. because I, I would work like all the time. Mm-hmm. I would work seven days a week uh, and twice every day if I could. So like when my schedule is empty, I'm sad because I, I'm not working and yeah. I'm not uh, getting better. Uh, now, I mean, you, you wrestle very regularly whenever you can how much time do you spend training throughout uh the week um i'm 
every day in the gym. Every day? Okay. And that's, yeah. you know, that's in the ring, lifting weights, all that sort of thing. Yeah. 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 Sometimes I take a day off, but mm-hmm. uh, usually I'm every day in the gym. Perfect. Um, now, I mean, 2023 starting up, what do you have for upcoming shows that uh, people can see you at? Um, I'm doing uh, to C4. Okay. Uh, January 20. Also, uh, I'm doing NSPW January 14. And uh, I don't remember the others, but uh, my next show is January 14 for NSPW in Quebec. Yeah, those are that'll be a good opportunity. And I know C4 out in Ottawa always puts on fantastic cards as well. So uh, very excited for those next couple of dates for you. That'll be great. Yes. So um, for those listening. If yeah, they, I can't wait to wrestle back. Yeah, that'll be great. Um, for those listening, if uh, they aren't following you on social media, where can they find you? Or if you have anything you, that you want to plug? Um, Zach underscore Patterson underscore WWE uh, underscore W on uh, TikTok, Instagram, and uh, Twitter, and also Zach Patterson on Facebook. Uh, I keep my social media, uh, especially Instagram, very updated uh, as much as I can. Perfect. Uh, you mentioned TikTok. Have you? Do you find you've been able to notice uh, the sort of leaving a print on TikTok with getting the reception and getting the engagement on there? No, no, not yet. No, eh? I, I'm not active enough to to have that. And I sometimes I put a lot of time into videos that has like a thousand views. Mm-hmm. But on TikTok, you can get easily 10,000 views with a, a simple video. And I didn't get that. So uh, I didn't find a way to uh, catch the algorithm. Yeah, it's being able to use social media. It's a great tool in this day and age to just yes. put yourself out there. So it's almost just striking when the iron's hot. Yes, exactly. So I'm trying to do something nice, but uh, I didn't find uh, what's uh, working for me <laughs> not yet not yet well zach i appreciate you taking the time out of your day to do this so thank you so much for joining me thank you very much i really appreciate thank you so much to zach for joining me on the grain maker wrestling podcast definitely check him out at one of those upcoming shows shoot him a follow on his social media and uh, go check out his tiktok and get some uh, get some more engagement on there for him so thank you to zach Thank you for checking out the podcast. I say it every time. I will always say it. I truly appreciate you taking time out of your day to listen to me talk about wrestling. If it's your first time listening, you can find me up on Twitter at GrainmakerPod, Grainmaker Wrestling Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, up on all podcast streaming platforms, Apple and Spotify, Google, all that sort of stuff. And email GrainmakerPodcast at gmail.com. Questions, comments, concerns. You can send it that way. And I've got t-shirts available, 25 bucks a piece. Kick off the new year looking very fashionable. Just hit me up uh, on one of the social medias. I can get one to you. Or go to whatamaneuver.net, search Grainmaker Wrestling Podcast, and you can grab a shirt off there. Thanks again for checking out the podcast. We'll talk soon.